Disney's Anthem gets delayed. Paragon is being forced to shut down due to Fortnite's success. And we're looking at an actor who's going to be playing Duke Nukem. And his name is John Cena! Welcome to Popcorn Talk, featuring movie discussion, news, and interviews. Popcorn Talk. We talk movies. Did I win? Did I get it? Yeah! Yeah! Good. Dude, this, this is alone, awesome. This alone makes me want to buy this game. Come I'm, I'm, we're, we're, we're all on the opinion. No, this is our official, our official music. Our new theme song? We're going to have to every... license it from Namco, though. Every but that's, we'll, we'll pay for it. Yeah. That's fine. Yeah. It's worth it. Uh, welcome to Inventory Full. Uh, thanks to the folks at Popcorn Talk for giving us a, a studio to talk about gamer culture, all the stuff that you want to hear, and stuff that we don't want to talk about. Uh, welcome. I'm one of your hosts, the internet's Mark Bidonica. You can find me on Twitter at Mark Bidonica. I'm joined by Nate Miller. What's up, nerds? Nate Miller here. You can find me on all social media at Dog Like Nate. It was real intense. Stacey Shuttleworth. Hi, guys. I'm Stacey Shuttleworth. You can find me all over the internet at Stacey Shuttles. Patrick Deese. I literally can't get over what's up, nerds. Not once. Never is never going to go. What is up? Uh, Patrick Deese. Peter the Deese on Twitter. And you can find me at Truly Slide on your console of choice. How are we, how we doing? Including. Including Nintendo Switch. We got two oh, Switches on the panel. Man. I'm so jealous. Ugh, what a weird experience. We'll, we'll talk about it in a minute, but like, just that, that whole, like, there's nothing like getting a new console when you can crack really? that box open for the first time. Mm-hmm. Like, yes. Can I just tell you that I recently was gifted some uh, capital and considered using that capital to buy a Switch. And what was the... But instead, I'm going to upgrade my computer because... That's a good, that's a good choice. PC that's mastery. No, that's a good choice. Surprise to anybody... <laughs> On this panel, I have a long flight this week, 11 hours, ah. and so I want to play some Zelda. You should Ooh. also get a battery pack, because yeah. that will last you about four hours. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. yeah. Fair enough. All right, so let's, I'm going to Best Buy after this show. <laughs> so have you have you gotten a chance to play anything yet? I had 20 minutes of, uh, of Zelda. Which, okay. Uh, it's not much. No, no. I'm still on Great Plateau. I climbed that first thing, and I met mm-hmm. the, the old dude, and mm-hmm. he was like, but like, what a delightful game. Like, watching that in motion, like, obviously I've seen... I've seen a little bit about it, like when it was when it was the new hotness, and I'm like, okay, one day yeah, there's another game I'm never going to play. Uh, <laughs> but watching it in motion is really magic. I, everybody kept likening it to like uh, a Miyazaki film, and I think that is the most apt description. Like seeing that in motion is just something else. So. What are your thoughts of the console itself, just from the time you've had, like the controls and the way? My favorite and- thing about like getting a new console. I didn't mean to interrupt, but like there's there's something. I think the the adjective I've been using. I've had a lot of people ask me, like, why should I get one? I think it's a really thoughtfully designed machine, right? Mm-hmm. The way that the Joy-Cons, like, attach, they mm-hmm. feel good. The sticks are actually pretty okay. Um, yeah, it feels good in a way that, like, mm-hmm. it's been a minute since I've had a Nintendo console, but, like, I think it's super intuitive. The UI is really snappy in a way that, like, uh, for years the Xbox was not. Like, it just, I mean, Mark, you can back me up on this, but you flip between games. The eShops as intuitive as possible. Like, mm-hmm. They, when Nintendo nails it, they nail it, and it there, feels good. So there, there's, like, a minor lock on it, too. It's not, like, a coded... <laughs> It's not like, hey, put on a numerical code to lock your console. But if just in case, if you don't have a case for it, a button turns on. It'll if you don't press anything, it says you have to press the same button three times to unlock the console. So that way, if it accidentally turns on, it you, you don't have to mess. If you have a game on pause, it doesn't mess with it or anything. It's like a nice right. soft 
Uh, even even I've gone like a week without playing anything, and it's just been on my charger. Pick it back up. It's where I left off. Mm-hmm. It's, it's it's so helpful, dude. And it's yeah, so like nice. you, that instant freeze, like wherever you are in Zelda, like I, you know, and again, like I play that twenty minutes in two ten minute spurts, right? But like mm-hmm. again, you just you hold that sleep and you pop right back in. It's awesome. It's real nice. I, I'm excited for you to get a chance to play with more of the features. I'm excited to hear your take on Doom because I still have not picked up Doom yet. I will be picking that up for this flight that is eleven hours along with that backpack. I need to. No, is there something so like I really the, hope the one there's thing? A small child sitting behind oh, you. Definitely. <laughs> I, I very truly. So, do you guys remember season one of Walking Dead? Do you remember where the yes. zombies were ripping apart that horse? Do you remember yes. it's like a terrifying scene. Yes. And I like is watching this on a plane, and very literally, this kid was like, I don't know, three, looking over my shoulder, fucking horrified. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm so sorry. I'm like, so I was just like, you know, doing one of these covering up the iPad things. It was oh, one of those things. It was not all right. Yeah. So this wouldn't be far and away. The, the, Take two, Doom. Yeah, you're doing the pulling apart. Um, yeah, like, you know, I, I do want to ask though really quickly before we move on because I know we've got a lot to cover today. But like, Mark, you've got big hands. You're a I big man. Big We're tall gentlemen. We have huge mitts. My hands hurt after like 20 minutes of just holding this thing in handheld mode. Is there something that helps with that? I've got one of those. I, so I haven't dealt with that in handheld mode. I've tried. There are times when I also just switch to uh, Joy-Con mode, ultimately. Oh, okay. Yeah. And it feels it's pretty just, good? And it's fine. Okay. Yeah, yeah, um, Especially with the little slip covers that add, add a little extra width to it. A little extra girth feels better in your hands. But uh, I would also recommend uh, either controller mode, even though that's super tiny. Yep. Or um, it's another thing to buy, unfortunately, but just get a pro controller. I, what I did buy was one of the things that fits on the outside of the whole thing with the Joy-Cons attached, and it adds, like, a grip underneath. Yeah. So th- I thought that maybe, would help. It didn't. Maybe. It was all right. Uh, but best of luck. Thank you. Yeah, it'll just take some time. Uh, Stacey, have you been playing more of that there Assassin's Creed? Uh, that's, that's about all I've been playing <laughs> yeah, cause we, for the past week. Where, where are we going to do uh, placements for Overwatch this week? Yeah, and yeah we that, never was did. that was supposed to happen. That was supposed to happen. Season several, 8. Several times it was like, all right, it's time to play Overwatch. But the desert... But the desert. Yeah, which, so Temple of Anubis. I know, I know. No, <laughs> no. Yeah, right? <laughs> no. Uh, yeah, no, I have been lost in the vast deserts of Egypt. So it's starting to get you. So is it, rewarding. Is it the story or, or is it just the exploratoriness? At this point, it's a little bit of both. I have been doing a lot more of the story. I've kind of gotten into it. We've started tying in a lot more of the lore. That, you know, ancient Egypt. Oh my gosh, words. Hi. It's okay. Ancient Egyptian mythology <laughs> is something that I've always been super into. Uh, so watching how they've kind of twisted some of the tales and how they're bringing all of how they treat the gods and how their rituals work into this game has been really fascinating to watch. Mm-hmm. And then watching it tie into the main story a little bit more has brought me into the main story. Because before I was like, all right, cool, i got to kill some people. I'm going to go run through the swamp yeah. and fight some hippos. Uh, that being said, I did spend five hours the other night running around the entire map instead of doing anything story-related. <laughs> Why would you? Like, I'd Super Cop in Egypt that's would be like, an apt title for this. Like, that's all I want. Dude, but I will say, I finished it this week, and I, I just, I'm gonna, if, you're, if you're at home and you're playing this and you're petering out on the story, finish this. Especially if you're a fan of this series, because it pays off the forming of the Assassin's Creed in a way that, like, almost falls off your radar. You get so into, like, the whole Bayak... And in his wife uh, story, I, yeah. I and mm. there was something. There, there was something that came out uh, this week where it was a, a line of 
uh, story dialogue yeah. that nobody had found since yeah. November that <laughs> that unlocked something co- like an entire new like wait what does this mean so and I have no I have no uh, they just released the DLC the hidden one but no, this is in the main but this is they said this is something from the from the box Dude. from the box release yeah. that hadn't been found until this past week because why would you there's a huge where this happens I'll just have to say this there's this big story beat and then you leave because there's this urgent thing you go do mm-hmm. Why would you ever go back to that? But it requires you to go back to that in a certain window. Mm. Why would you ever like like go back to that place? There's nothing else there. That's funny. It's weird. But uh, are you liking it better? I am liking it a lot. Uh, even if the thing that I like the most out of everything so far is exploring the desert and having random mirages, yeah. so, which is the coolest thing in the world. So something I wanted to ask you about because you're talking about it on social media, and there's somebody in chat who's asking me to ask you about it. Uh, so, Final Fantasy had an Assassin's Creed event. Yes. Did Assassin's Creed have a Final Fantasy event? Let me tell you about that. <laughs> and this is the rest of the show. Let me tell you about that. Wait, yes, really? they did. No. Yeah. No, not at all. Um, oh, well, yes, they did have an event. No, <laughs> Wait, really? Event, this yes. is the rest of the show. No, uh, no, 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 not no, that. I knew that. Yeah, no, but no, they no, did no, have a yeah. crossover. Okay, that yeah. was my question. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, so, sir. the Final Fantasy um, Assassin's Creed event is ending at the end of this month. Which is literally the only reason that I knew that something existed in the Assassin's Creed world at all. Because in the article mentioned, oh yeah, and there's like this little crossover thing that you can do in the Assassin in Origins. And I was like, oh, that's interesting. Cool, I guess. And then I accidentally, I've had this quest in my side quests for months. Mm-hmm. And I was like, all right, time to knock out that quest. I walk up to the pyramid and like go into the, the little first room and it's got an X and a V on the on the wall, and yeah. I go, "Are you fucking yeah, kidding yeah, yeah. me? <laughs> Are you high level this to do this? What I think it is? Um, you can't be. I'm pushing thirty. I'm. Oh I'm wow, you there. are really grinding for there. not like doing much of the main story. That's impressive. She when really you, has been doing a when lot. When you sit and do side quests, I guess and that's incredible. Explore everything. Uh, I did. Oh. I did spend most of my exploring running away from everything because it was powerful enough to knock me out in one hit. Yep. So no no fights, but uh, yeah um, yeah okay that was a moment I have I no went, doubt I know exactly I like, are where you, you are. You kidding me? <laughs> wow. Hey Nate, what have you been playing? Yeah, Nate. Are you still on that WoW game? Yeah, Nate. <laughs> yeah, actually, I mean, I just I finally I'm somewhat caught up. I still have a few like fifty gear score to catch up on, but I did all the okay. I completed the, all the raids all for the future content and story wise, I'm all caught up, which is kind of cool. Um, but the really exciting thing is their new expansion that they announced at BlizzCon Battle for Azeroth. Uh, the alpha's up now, and so now oh, really? a bunch of the new models are out. Yeah, so like mounts and like weapons and armor sets, and there's they're adding new allied races is the new thing mm. with the new expansion. So there's like four or five different races, some for each faction. Uh, it's pretty cool to see all that new stuff, so I'm hyped for that. But, Super hyped. Uh, yeah, but I also picked up... Uh, Dragon Ball, Dragon Ball Fighters. Fighters. Yeah, you did? Yeah, yeah. And that is the correct kind of pronunciation, by. right? Like we've Dragon Ball Fighters. Fighters. Okay, yeah, cool. It's Got not, it. It's, it's yeah. the Putting fighter. That to bed. The fighter and the Z are one word. Okay. But no the Z space. is capitalized. Right, I know. Right. So that's right. why it's confusing. Well, they, it's capitalized because they want. Yeah, exactly. Yes. They want you to see it. I get it. You have to and see, you know see me. There. It's just in the same yeah. year, the Xbox One X and the iPhone Ten came out, and they both use X. X. It's very the confusing. <laughs> it's very confusing. No, but Dragon Ball's like fuck that. Just, the Z. Yeah, know, We're just, going straight just, to Z. I, I mean, they have a history yeah. with Z's. So I don't know what you're talking about. 
Do they? But so uh, how is it? It looks are you so playing, good. Are you is playing so, story? Are you playing uh, both, online? Both. Okay. I so I wasn't I wasn't gonna pick it up now. I you know I have a bunch of games I want to get, mm. but kind of what spurred me is I have a couple of other friends that were playing it, and the idea like at least now. Outside of the people that were playing in, in beta, you know, there's a good amount of people that are new to the game that are still learning the game. Mm-hmm. So I think now's a good time to play as opposed to waiting a few months when you jump yeah, in. Sure. Everybody knows All what the they're doing. Hard. Yeah, totally. Right. I'm so, so afraid of going back to uh, Street Fighter V yeah. now that no, it's on the arcade. I just yeah. play I just play the... Single player. Like, yeah. <laughs> That's fine. Yeah, and get but whooped I, in that too. But I heard it's like really accessible, right? You can yeah. kind of button mash and you get well, these I was combos. I concerned because and... I don't have a fight pad yet. That's sure. something I've been wanting to get for a while because I do like fighting games, yeah. but I don't like playing on like the Xbox pad that I have. Sure. Um, but this game, is a, it's essentially a four-button game. Okay. Uh, with assists in the same vein of like Marvel vs. Capcom and like swapping kind of a thing. Um, but the fighting system is really interesting because there are single button combos. Uh, okay. It's very simple rushdowns. Most of the abilities, you know, are just quarter circle forward or quarter circle back. Good. Sure. Um, but there is a lot of variation. There's a lot of room for counterplay. There's a lot cool. of intricate use of different supers and different levels of assists. supers. The assist to make mm. it interesting too. Three um, on three, right? Like uh, like old school. Right. Uh, Capcom, Marvel Capcom, yeah. yeah. Right, but it's also nice because when you mm. finish someone, you get that round reset, so you don't get finished and then come immediately back into like an infinite combo or something. Got it. To where you just so lose. it's no rounds; it's just bar. Uh, or is or are there rounds is, as well? Other timeouts? It, it, there, yeah, there can be. I think for competitive, usually you just you just play okay bar. Um, yeah, it's good. It looks good. It, it looks sounds rad. good. I played some of the story. It's kind of interesting. There is a their own story mode where like you possess Goku to like okay. save. So you are your, you. You're you. You you're in Goku, and you're like, and then you bounce to like Krillin, and you and you like. So when you're when they're fighting, you're like in them. Okay, <laughs> controlling them. All right. <laughs> it's very, Thanks, Akira Toriyama. Yeah. Appreciate yeah, it's it. it's very cool. Japanese. Um, but, but also, this is this story was uh, co-opted by yep. Akira Toriyama. Yeah. So and this is technically It actually kind of makes sense. There's, like, clones of people that are bad guys that <laughs> Android you fight, 21 like, is the main is the antagonist? Yeah, antagonist. Ish. It's, 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 a, it's actually a kind of... I mean, I'm not done with it, so mm. I don't know, but... It's a, it's an interesting story, but the fighting system is great. It looks great. It plays great. It sounds. I'm very very happy. Really random, and just this is just a nerd thing that I, that I want to know. Do they finally give a name to the uh, Majin Buu species? No. Why would they? <laughs> just because they seem to be using it more and more. No, it's not when a you... <laughs> species. There's there's only him. There's only Buu. Okay, well, just in Xenoverse, they had they made it. They, it was very interesting, strange wording. We'll talk about it later. Yeah, but that's but that, that was because you can make your own character. Yeah, so but they, they made it like the to, the boo tribe or canon. the whatever. Anyway, canon. sorry. What's up? I was gonna say like when you preface that with this is just some nerd shit. I was like, oh, like everything on the show, go on. And no, then it Dragon, went, no, no, this no. Dragon Ball nerd shit. Like I was ill-equipped for how deep you went there. No, because technically. Technically, Boo in his real form is Kid Boo, yeah. who was made like thousands and thousands of years ago by one of the old Kai's, yeah. the Majin guy. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah. So that he's 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 just a it's just him. Yeah, he's the but only that's one. That's why I'm, I'm any we'll t- in canon. We're, we'll do a, a story breakdown of Dragon Ball Fighters. Anyway, um, so uh, just to just to get mine over with because I didn't play a lot this week. Yeah. A little bit of Overwatch. I'm kind of at a stopping point of Minecraft Sky Factory to where I, I don't feel the need to, like, 
oh, I have to get this done. I have right, to get right, this done. Right. I have to get that done. I, do, I don't have as many chores as I made for myself, so I'm excited to sort of let that sit for a little while. I played a little bit of Bro Force, which if you, you haven't played yeah, that, yeah, I, I got to play it co-op with a friend of mine. It is... Even more ridiculous when you have a friend to play yeah, with, for sure. and I would highly recommend it on PC or PS4. Um, and I played more Breath of the Wild. I got to my first mini boss, okay, and died horribly. So then I decided to just go for more shrines to to raise my hearts, find more gear, and then just tot- like make more make more money so that I can buy the best stuff and just be fully loaded so that I can go in and finish that quest and then move on. Do you have any like tips for somebody who's just starting that out? Like anything that like I should be shrines. keeping an eye out for? Okay. Stick to shrines. Okay. Um go look for Koroks as well or Koroks. I don't know I don't know how you how you say it, but they're a little if you find a little like weird inconsistency in the world. Yeah. That's a mini quest. Okay. Pick up all the rocks. Pick up all the rocks. All of the rocks. Just, just as an example, this isn't necessarily a story, but in, in one of the villages, you see five statues. Four of the five statues have apples in them. Okay. One of them is empty. And you're like, oh. And you put an, an apple, apple into the fifth yeah. one, and then it goes, hey, you found me. Here's the thing. And then you, and then you can pick up all the apples and have food. Look, but I know where you're talking Nintendo about, and I need to go do yeah, that. Yeah, 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 Nintendo games. I think that my, my point is that, like, Nate, it's weird because there's not an onboarding with this game. Like, when you play, like, Assassin's Creed... They walk you through all of the systems kind of individually, and there's a gradient to it. Like, you know, and you become more advanced and more advanced and figure right. your way out. This thing just drops you in the middle of this world and mm-hmm. goes, figure it out, but isn't, fucker! But isn't and that... Like, and, you know, he's right. Yeah, they say that. Yeah, yeah, I was like, watch the language, that's, Nintendo! That's why That's why Breath of the Wild is an AO I, game. Yeah, I think you, it was crazy. I think that's kind of the game, though, isn't it, it is, though? totally. To figure like, out what you can do. Like, if they told you, then yeah. it'd be like, well, now what do I but do? But it's kind of... But, it, but simultaneously, it's a little overwhelming. When you can do anything and yeah. there's no rails on it, but I, even, like, I don't even know where to start. Even beyond that, like, for example, with the cooking, you have to figure out how to make stuff. And as far as I know, there's no recipe book. Nowhere. So if you figure out how to make something, you're like, crap, how did I make That's the thing, is you go to the internet, but I try, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. But I've, I've been having so much fun just playing the the uh, the sneaky game trying to get to areas that I don't think I should be in okay and then when I get to a shrine it's like oh anybody can do the shrine I don't there's no barrier of entry for me to do the shrine I just had to get here oh got it so the, so that's what I like about it is it's accessible like you think you're like oh maybe I think I figured this out in a way that they didn't expect and then you're like oh no that's the that's how, <laughs> that's, the that's game. how you saw that. well it's it's kind of like portal in that way where you're like ah nobody thought of this wait there's literally no other way to do this eh, anyway <laughs> but yeah I, I love it play it um, I am I am enjoying taking my time with All right. it. Let's get into some of our headlines. Let's talk about uh, Epic shutting down Paragon. It doesn't surprise that was, anybody. It, it was a little surprising to me because uh, uh, Cliffy B. Did you play that game? We played it at TwitchCon. Oh, you did! <laughs> like right. a couple of rounds, and I was like, "Oh, did I get you it. play the game?" Yes. You you willingly installed it on a console oh, no, or not something that, no. that you own that. to play it of your own volition. I got it. I got not it. because you were at some place where it was already running and they no, were like, see, hey, do you want to play? Uh, under the table, you see these Twitch Prime socks? Right. That's why I played the game. Anyway. Okay. I thought about it for exact. about five minutes after Thank we you. played it. Have you yeah. played and Paragon? Oh, literally, I'm like a level 32. Like Shut up. Badass. At that. I was oh, trying yeah. to give a class. I'm like, that's not a class. You almost, you almost, you almost I am not a MOBA guy. Like, you almost had me. And I, I did I, not play point. Paragon, and I am and you a are guy. a MOBA guy. That's why I'm saying this is not a surprise, especially when you see the meteoric rise of like uh, of uh, Fortnite. 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 How do Which you is even why. justify giving resources to this game that nobody's playing? Mm-hmm. It doesn't surprise me at all. 
Uh, Epic will shut down Paragon on April 26th and offer full refunds to every player. I, I almost want to buy it now. It's just depressing. So I can play and and yeah, but like I love that. What do you just to get something? But it's like yeah. a, it's like taxes. <laughs> you <laughs> get that tax money back. But he, he, like, he goes on to say, like, hey, the online experience is going to get worse and worse. Here, and check it's gonna it out. It's going to be harder yeah. to find a match. It's a really depressing statement. Uh, so here's a quote. We truly appreciate everything you've put into Paragon. We've received many passionate ideas for where to take the game. The outpouring of thoughtful suggestions is another testament to this incredible community. After careful consideration and many difficult internal debates, we feel there isn't a clear path for us to grow Paragon into a MOBA that retains enough players to be sustainable. We didn't execute well enough to deliver on the promise of Paragon. We have failed you. Despite the team's incredibly hard work, and we're sorry. I know, just... Oh, dude. I just look. I love that they owned it, but oof. wait. Go on. Go on to the whole like. That's it, no, no, that's that's, that's all I put on. That's, that's all I put on. The, the, the second half of that is they talk about like what players should expect going forward. They're not dedicating more resources, no more releases, and as the player count dwindles, it will be harder to find the match. So your experience will be worse going forward. Oh, oh yeah, it was rough. Pretty it's solid just rough. Like, mm-hmm. Man, so not surprised. Fortnite is going to be their uh, their cash cow. Yeah, but. Do you, how much do you think they're going to put into Battle Royale versus Fortnite proper? And I say prop, quote proper. No, I know what you mean. I think more. Just yeah. more in general, more yeah. into Nobody, I don't monetizing it all, though, right? Like, I think they're... You can still pay, oh, yeah. pay into oh, it can. to can, get the full copy of the game. I have the full copy of the game, thanks to Steve. Full copy of the game, but but you can play Battle Royale sans... Still free to play. Right. There's no way to buy skins. There is absolutely... You can absolutely buy That's upgrades. what I was looking for. There are, yeah, there are weapon upgrades, Great. so you start off with something. Yep. Yep. You know, you get silly wait, 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 stuff. Wait, 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 hold... Did you not know that? The fucking phone... You can spend money to start with a weapon. Well, you start with a disco ball axe instead okay. of an axe. Okay, yeah, no, so, okay, okay, okay. It's all cosmetic. So it's, it's, it's so cosmetic. Just skin, okay, yeah, um, it's cosmetic. Woo! So instead, yeah, instead of an axe, it's a big. You, you wave a giant disco ball. Character. I was about to go on a tirade. You know, no, because yeah, you're no, no way. No, no, no. You spawn as a random character, so you can buy characters okay. that you can right, then assign right, right. yourself. Like you can the knights. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The black knight is the like highest tier that you can get. Of course, I don't know. That's you know, something to unpack there, but I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna sail over that right now. <laughs> but but I, I mean, good for Fortnite's fun. Parag- yeah. Paragon just couldn't keep an audience. People aren't. If if that type of game doesn't, it's it's hard to be a new player in that space. No, yeah, I honestly think that the MOBA. I don't think them. I think the MOBA genre is on the decline. It's just sure. it's not a new player friendly game and it and the amount of time it takes to make it balanceable and fun and have a good pool of champions it just takes too long like yeah prime lifespan is like in the middle and <coughs> once you get too far into it it just gets too hard for people new players to come in to learn and have any type of fun without getting chastised by the community mm-hmm. like it's such a knowledge heavy game uh, I think that's part of the reason why the, the league community has gotten so toxic yeah. now yeah. because the games just... are so snowbally because there's there's 150 champions like I've been playing for years and there's still certain people I'm like I, I kind of know what he does yeah, like yeah. Yeah. I you know and it just it'll ruin a game so I don't know it's especially with this battle royale thing mm-hmm. and who knows what the next big game genre is that's coming down the pipeline but you gotta take advantage and make that money while you can while it is unfortunate something else that's unfortunate hey 
John Cena's an actor. Hey, Duke Nukem's a game franchise. Why don't we put the two together, see what happens? So, the report uh, coming from the Hollywood Reporter, so take this with a grain of salt as much as you will. Um, Platinum Dunes, which is Michael Bay's company, uh, is looking to produce uh, a Duke Nukem film at Paramount starring John Cena. Now, uh, John Cena has been making pretty good money for for Paramount, Daddy's Home being a Paramount uh, franchise, and he's also going to be starring in the Bumblebee movie. Mm-hmm. John Cena was in was at the tail end of Daddy's Home One and is a a lead in Daddy's Home Two, which was which did really well for them last year. I haven't so, seen that one yet. Um, it's funny, but Mel Gibson's in it anyway. Um, so now one of my my favorite uh, pieces of uh, 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 scuttlebutt that I've heard from the story is what a waste of John Cena in a gaming franchise. Man, he would have made a good B.J. Blazkowicz. Yes, oh. yes. Uh, but how do we but aside from that now dream now aside from that how can we make a duke nukem film accessible i think michael bay is possibly the best way to do that he's attached to produce it nobody is attached to direct um let it die Duke isn't antiquated. Like, he's anachronistic. I think he's misogynistic. Yeah. I think, like, I, don't get me wrong. I played the if shit out of this game when I was a child. It was revelatory at the moment. None of that stuff holds up now. If I they can't, do it right, it'll, it'll offend everybody. I can't imagine. <laughs> You're right. They'll no. either do it right and offend everybody, because or they'll neuter it, and it'll be so far I agree. Away it's a no-win, totally. It's, it's, yeah. it's either not, like, yeah, I agree. It's, it's not consistent with the character, or it's, like, yeah. blatantly offensive. To the point, like, again, I play the shit out of it. I don't want to see a Duke Nukem. Let, this, let, let Duke Nukem die i thought the guy was great he had his time and place in history but we've moved on mm-hmm. i can't like how, unless it's like a how it, it's like a first person perspective indie european arts action film that goes straight Darren to netflix Ar- Darren aronofsky oh, yeah. mother like, um, film. what was Blood it hardcore every, henry yeah like something like that oh, yeah no. I, I give you down for that but like how there are good stories wanna, in gaming like, like Last of Us, and there, there are amazing there are, stories. Duke Nukem is not one of and those. And there are easy cash grabs. That's what I'm saying, yeah. right. Yeah, I'm Stacey, sure. what do you want to see in a Duke Nukem movie? I mean, not, nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I want one. So here, shake it, Here's baby. how I think they can do it. Please, <laughs> give me the pitch. Give me the pitch. Here's how I think okay. they can do it. Is Duke... It, this is a fourth wall breaking movie. This is this is Paramount's Deadpool, where Duke is like, "Yeah, I'm still the coolest guy in the room," and everybody's like, "You're a terrible person." I, okay, yes, okay, you're see, this. Awful. I can get behind. Now I'm on board. And yes. and the the part where they have to come together, and in the third act is when the alien the the aliens are end up being real. It's like, oh, Duke, hey, you saved us, but it's a different time. You got to chill the hell out. Yeah. And he learns a little bit about himself. Maybe maybe we find out. That he has a daughter Go, goes to sensitivity class. Goes to sensitivity. Oh, I am but now something, very quickly. But something, something in the I something, am. something in the realm of it fully acknowledges that this is not a way to behave anymore. But still, lets Duke be a badass and kill aliens and kick them in the head. I feel like we devoted too much time to this. No, Agreed. Let's I, move I, I, on. I want I Mark like to write better it. characters that can kick aliens in the head. I want Mark to write this film. Uh, maybe we should just put those characters in instead of Duke Nukem. <laughs> Totally anyway, even, even if it was 
I really don't think John Cena is a good choice for Duke Nukem. Uh, I don't. I I I, I, I ne- will never think that anybody is a bad choice unless they've done something bad morally. Until I see a trailer, because everybody said that about Heath Goddamn Ledger about the Goddamn Joker. Destroyed. True story. So destroyed. I, I will not yeah, go. Oh, that sounds I like a stupid ca- ca- casting choice. No, I know. But what I'm what I'm saying is, I will never said that about Ben Affleck though. Did you? I'm staying. I'm sticking to it. He's literally sticking to it. Come on. Toasty Burn. That's good. That's good for Burns. Thank you, Steve. All right. So speaking of video game movies, uh, let's take a look at this new uh, Tomb Raider trailer that came out last week, which a lot of people are are calling an improvement. We'll play with a little bit of sound on. They're they're calling it an improvement? And this is an improvement (laughs) of the first trailer that was released last year. Yeah, I'll give you that. So let's, let's, let's take a little bit of a look at Warner Brothers Tomb Raider dropping March 16th. Which I, for no other reason, I will watch everything Walter Goggins is Walton Goggins is in. So if this was just like I'm, I'm actually way more excited about this. Plus, I loved these games, and this looks like such a true to form of the reboot. Yeah, almost I, shot for shot. Later I like the filter. Yeah, a lot of the stuff there. Like almost shot for like shot. Like into later the river. In yes. Yep. And the way she eats shit, and the jump off the ship right here. This mm-hmm. is literally scene for scene. Mm-hmm. And that's the, the that's the kind of stuff that movies like this. I mean, that as jump. if as if they needed to pull the game fan audience. Yeah. But I think seeing those particular shots is, and just she looks she looks like Laura Croft. She looks athletic. She looks like Laura Croft. Badass. Yeah. I. And then, like, the, the, these... Yes, Walt Goggins. He's a big You guys watch Vice Principals if you have not. I think you Is he great now? He's so good. I thought that show was terrible. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, yeah, I think this looks awesome. And I, I think it's a real tribute to the game as well, the reboots, because I think they're they're phenomenal. It's a really great treatment of Lara Croft, and I love that they're literally just taking certain beats from that. Yeah, I, I, some of this stuff is lifted right from the game. Totally. I think one of the advantages so far that this trailer has over the last one is I'm not seeing CG shots. Nope. Mm-hmm. I'm not seeing any of the like goofy traps. This is this is Lara, yeah. and and this this is all real. This is all legit. Right uh, here. And the, the music. Oh, oh, yes. oh, yeah. I and restart. I wonder if she gets like a rebarb through the stomach in the oh. first eight minutes of this film. Right there again. The the plane on the waterfall. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. So so far, this is all looking a lot better. Yeah. Is this cool. is this going to set the world on fire? No. Nope. No. But it doesn't need um, to. It exactly it doesn't need to. And people still hold the original Tomb Raider films yeah. in a high regard just because they were fun action movies. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Not that they were good, Nate. This looks awful. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, uh, I'm choosing to be I'm optimistic. I'm happy I'm because happy those games were dope. You guys. <laughs> yeah, and the games are good. And if they can cool. Like, well, contractually, we're going as a team to see this <laughs> yeah. on, on release day. <laughs> Okay. As well as Rampage on 420, oh, and we're gonna play oh with our Labo. Yeah, we are. Uh, it's gonna <laughs> be a fun week, yeah. man. Uh, God of War comes out on that same That's day. Exactly. That God of War in the morning. Yes. Uh, take a break to go see Rampage, yep. and then Labo, Labo uh, and until we can't other 420 yeah. activities. Smoke any more of watched, that? I watched dank. one of the new trailers for Rampage. I'm not gonna see that. Too bad. You are contractually obligated. You signed. You are contractually obligated. Don't you? 
remember right. bringing so you with us whether you like it or not. That's two hours of my life. I, I don't have as many hours you have, left. I, you signed it. Listen, well, I, we didn't make you sign the document. You are here for the ride. You signed it. You're going. I know. It sucks. It sucks. Something that we don't have to spend too much time on. I just wanted to bring up a little bit. So something over this past week, Atari Game Partners, and you you can even just use this as B-roll, Steve. You don't even have to play it with the sound on. Um, Atari Game Partners uh, is looking to bring back the Roller Coaster Tycoon franchise for the Nintendo Switch. Now, they're not. They didn't announce a new Roller Coaster Tycoon title. Right. They announced their. Uh, uh, their Kickstarter, essentially, what did they use? They used Start Engine to crowdfund right. the development of a Roller Coaster Tycoon game for the Switch. Now, is that a perfect place for Roller Coaster Tycoon? Yes. Does Atari have money? Clearly not, because they're asking for it. Yep. Um, they're looking for uh, between 10000 and $1.7 million for the project. <laughs> Now there are currently it is a really large range. That's there, a big I, difference I was in wondering if there was a typo when I read that the first time. Nope. <laughs> Here, we'll they're currently 10, at thirty-one thousand. Um, so they're done. That. But I mean, it just sort of was announced, so there's still time. So they want to make it on the Switch. So they're yeah, they're trying to make a new roller coaster tycoon. Hope like hopefully it doesn't. Feel like a mobile game on a console, sure. But it's hard because that this type of game was like the proto mobile game. Mm-hmm. I can't believe they even got thirty thousand. Like this stuff is so. <laughs> it's just like these games are. You should talk shit about Roller Coaster Tycoon to me I right know. now. Yeah. <laughs> When's the last time you played Roller Coaster Tycoon? A month ago. No fucking lie. Yeah, for like what four or five hours? No, for like twenty minutes. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> um, but uh, so what I wanted to, to present is. Should uh, Atari now, while not in the public eye as much as they used to be, um, Stacey, I'll start with you. Do you think companies like this, big name companies with uh, any sort of background, should be resorting to crowdfunding? Not necessarily. Yeah, it's I don't know. I I get that it's a useful platform, and it is a really good gauge of crowd interest. I guess. Mm. But no. I don't, I don't know. Nate? Yes, with the caveat that the crowdfunding absolves them to, of the need to do any microtransactions or DLC mm. or anything. Mm. Oh, all right. If it's like a, here's the game, as we fulfill our goals, more things are going to be added to the game, cool. Yeah. I think that's great. Okay. Because that's one of my biggest issues with a game of this type in our current market. I mean, you look at Roller Coaster Tycoon when that first came out. Yeah, people buy you buy the game, you play it for a year and a half, whatever, till the next one comes out. You yeah, buy yeah. another one. Yep. Mm-hmm. Now, how do they? The amount of resources they're going to have to put into to make this game good on Switch and PC and all these consoles versus mm-hmm. how much money they will make off of just selling it once. Yeah, compared mm-hmm. to how everybody else like, there it's going to be. Five dollars for the Oriental Express themed roller coaster pack or whatever, right. and like that's you know you don't want that in a building game. Like I, that's my concern of a game of this type. So if they're able to do that kind of a thing, where it's like, hey, here's the base game, here's all the features and stuff. As we get more funding, we're gonna add this wing, we're gonna add these features or whatever. I think that's great. Yeah, if it, if it's base game, that's it. You unlock them also, as opposed to being when you say to large company. A 
Atari. I, I mean, <laughs> the name is bigger than the company. Yeah, this agreed, sure. agreed. Sure. And this is an Atari proper. This is Atari Game Partners, which is responsible for taking the Atari intellectual property mm-hmm. and sort of molding it into a modern, new, digestible thing. Right. Patrick? I like the should should is the, the the word that I'm having a hard time with. You said should people be like who gives a shit? Like they're mm. they're companies there. I think Stacey hit it on the head. This is a great toe in the water. They can gauge interest, and if they get like if it stops at thirty thousand, they go fine. Fuck it, we're not going to invite a, invest a million and a half dollars in this to get this off the ground. Like I think it's a, a risk mitigation move, and it's actually kind of a smart play. Like I think it's mm-hmm. it's a cash grab. Give me, give me, give me. But like whatever. Like essentially. Even when you're doing this, you're just pre-ordering the game, right? Like, mm-hmm. that's essentially yeah, what they're yeah. asking you to they're do, saying, and they're like gauging interest. Idea. I'll give you money for mm-hmm. it. And, mm-hmm. and this gives you a little bit more ownership in the game yeah. by by this particular uh, crowdfunding website that they're using. Yeah, I think it's smart. Like, I mean, whatever. Do I, do I, am I going to pre-order it? Definitely not. Like, <laughs> do they, like, as an organization, do they have the, like, financial imperative to do it? Yeah, totally. Who cares? In two years, one, this is in discount. On the eShop store yeah. on the Switch, I'm gonna look forward to playing World Cross Tycoon yeah, again. Enough. All right, let's talk. Let's talk about some Anthem because last week I was like, even Anthem isn't getting me excited for 2018, <laughs> and that well, shit ain't even happening. Nope. So um, there was a report that came out on Kotaku that God bless Jason um, Trier <laughs> did some digging, found out that uh, Bioware was discussing. Ending development on Star Wars The Old Republic, which still does really solid numbers, yep. and it does some great stuff for the Star Wars community in general as well. Um, but appa- those plans are still up in the air, but uh, Anthem right now is scheduled for 2019, and the fall 2018, or is, is scheduled for early 2019, excuse me, and the fall 2018 window was a pipe dream. It was never, they said, oh, it was never realistic. Then why do you give that date? You know, is that for investors? What is that for? Uh, Patrick, you you like some Bioware. I do. Uh, I think this is a weird unforced error. Right? Like, <laughs> and like, I think Jason Trier is one of the few people that's doing like, like genuine investigative journalism mm-hmm. in this space anymore. I think it's all... Short form. I feel like, but like, IGN, Polygon, all of those are like doing, uh, cre- uh, like content creator imitations these days. They're like ripping off the YouTube style these days, like because that's what people watch. I think Jason Schreier is this weird throwback to like actually doing investigative journalism. He broke all the Destiny stuff. Like, I think he's the one guy in the space I actually even listen to. And I'll say this: like, I, I think that's a weird, unforced area. If that legit was a quote that like it was never realistic, why say that? Mm-hmm. When you could have just shown it, no date, and I, I think the room would have been just as hype. Like, who's, who cares? They, like, you don't have to give a date anymore. No, God, of, no. God of War just got its date. So many things don't. Like, why date that now? And and maybe it was never, like, it's a weird unforced error because then they could it, it could be delayed internally. You'd never, like, we would never know. If expectation mm-hmm. was right. all internal to, say, 2018, don't announce it and then push that back. It's fine. Mm-hmm. I have a question. Yeah. Do you think that what happened... To Destiny recently, yep. may have had some type of input I, in this decision. That, so I, that them seeing Destiny released in the way it was, and the community lashback and all that stuff, and then also, you know, one seeing how it's received, and then two also seeing that you don't really have to worry about it as a competitor yeah. right now. I think it's twofold, right? So we know that even if this game gets released in March, right, that's not much of a pushback because he said that they have to release it in the first quarter the, the, by the end of the fiscal 2018. Mm. So that's still March 2019. It's mm. not that much of a push. That means literally to get the game through cert, it's got to be, air quotes, done by July. So they're really close now anyway, but they have a lot of polishing and a lot of like cert to go to, to be able to press discs and get this to retail. 
I think that this delay is a function of the battlefield fuck up and how their monetization strategy because they can't risk that again. So they need to really focus test that. And did I, think, did I, I think you say Battlefield or Battlefront? Battlefront. Okay. So uh, I, I yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. That EA, but, right, but like, the, the, that loot box stuff was a nightmare. And yep. if this had mm-hmm. some similar systems that were like core to the DNA of it, that they've got to like... So to me, I think probably like... The, the loot tables are done, like the quest progressions, all of that stuff's probably done, but like I, I bet it's a monetization thing and they just need to go rethink that. I think to your to your point, like I think people were napping with Destiny, so how do they retool it and, and figure out a way to go to market and eat their lunch? So that would be my guess on those two things. Yeah. The uh, Anthem if if Anthem's supposed to be the next big thing yeah. and their last two next big things just were fucked. Yeah. You can't sit on it. Um, to to look at another quote from from the article. Over the last year, as Anthem's production ramped up and Bioware began putting more and more of its staff to the project, things appear to have improved. When I asked one source recently whether Anthem's struggles fell more into the category of, quote, this game is screwed or, quote, game development is really hard, the source said that over time it had veered from the former totally. into the latter. Which like I'm, they're working with uh, with Frostbite, which mm-hmm. everybody notoriously hates for anything other than like a first person shooter, and I think I think like I'm glad it came back. Right, like this is this was the untitled Casey Hudson project before he left Bioware. He then came back and kind of resurrected this, and like he's the guy that launched Mass Effect, like the really strong Mass Effect one two, and his relationship to three was a little weird, but. That guy's a genius. I genuinely think from like a narrative perspective and a systems perspective, that guy's awesome. So, you know, I mean, Microsoft hired him to work on, uh, what's their AR platform? Uh, HoloLens. He was at Microsoft for the last two years working on HoloLens and came back to this because he believed in it. So hmm. I'm not surprised it's gotten better with his leadership. I don't know. I'm excited, man. I still, I still, I look, what's the quote that uh, a delayed game's a bummer for a couple months, a, a, a bad game that launches and isn't pushed is bad forever? Yep. Like, I'd rather like, let them get this right. That was Shigeru Miyamoto. Yep. yep. Yes. Beautiful man. Beautiful the, man. man. What? What a we what a weird week for news. Yep. John Cena's Duke Nukem. Yep. Uh, EA fucked up again. Surprise. Correct. Uh, just what a what a strange week. Let's t- let's take a look at some of the stuff that's coming out this week. Engage uh, some excitement. Cool. Uh, so Dissidia Final Fantasy NT, which is a, a new fighting game coming out exclusively for PS4. Super cool. I'm I'm looking forward to it. That's not cool. a day. It's not a day one buy for me, but their fighting game system has always been really interesting. Okay. 3D fighting games are hard. Battalion. 1944 coming out on PC Early Access. Final Fantasy XII, The Zodiac Age, Night in the Woods coming out for Switch. I know. Will I'm you pick, play it finally? I'm, I am. I'm going to buy it on the I'm Switch. I'm going to play it I'm, finally. I'm going to play, play it on the Switch. You know I'll, I am. I will play it on the I'm, Switch. I need money first. Steam World <laughs> Dig coming out for the Switch. Yeah. Uh, UFC 3, which has had some pretty solid hype behind it, is coming out this week as well. PS4, Xbox One. Um, Pretty, still a pretty big week for the last week of January. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, yeah and still people working off of Monster, Monster. Hunter and five uh, million units. It's crazy. That's wild to me. That game I, is on fire. Uh, so what? Are, what, are, what are y'all going to be playing this week, Patrick? You're going to be on your Switch, Breath of the Wild, and I think so. I, so I'm Wild very getting close to uh, the end of Frozen Wilds, the DLC for Rise of Zero Dawn, and holy Ooh. shit, that game is gorgeous. You take a minute and take a breath, you come back to it, and you're like, whoa. I had way, like, uh, this is a problem. My half of my time with uh, 
uh, Assassin's Creed was photo mode, but I was like, all right, well, I mean, go take some more photos of my girl Aloy. Yeah. Uh, I'm getting close to finishing that, so I want to wrap that. And then I think, yeah, like, uh, I'm flying to Jolly England later this week, so I'm gonna, I've got an 11-hour flight, so I'm going to try Ooh. and, uh, try and uh, get a battery pack and get through some, some Zelda. Or check and see if your, your, your seats have plugs. Yeah, check I that too. Do that. I think you can they do. do. That. Good. I think they do. Even better. Stacey, are you going to be playing more Assassin's Creed? Yep. Are we going to oh, do a replacement? Yeah, can we do a spoiler cast with that? Oh my god, please. Okay. If you I gotta finish it. I'm gonna finish it. <laughs> please do because there are some great beats, especially for people who love that series. I'm yeah. not that guy, but I, there was kind of these moments when you're like, oh shit, I like what they did. Oh, anyway. mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm excited yeah. to keep playing that. And yes, Overwatch, especially with Blizzard World in rotation. Oh, that's right. Yeah. God, that's such a fun map. It's been fun. I've been hating the the reviews of Blizzard World like, oh, it's not balanced. <laughs> it's just a copy and paste of an... Well, they're all relatively you know, similar. People right. haven't liked, as we've opened up, Junkertown, Blizzard World, kind of same problems. We, we haven't figured out quite how to handle them, and mm-hmm. they're much more open, much more chaotic, which I love personally. But uh, yeah, I've seen a lot of complaints on that front. Junkertown's wild. Junkertown that's is ridiculous. An, an this, the avenues that, they, that you have to infiltrate the back line when you're trying it's such a fun circle of of trying to get there I like that they're kind of trying to change the game a little bit so it's not just the same old every time you know you approach every map with the same strategy I got you yeah you can tell that they're starting to figure out how to design levels better you know Mm -hmm. Are you playing anything? Are you going to play WoW some more? Yeah, play D- probably. DB- I've been doing a lot of PvP. I w- I've been playing some fighters. I've been playing a little bit of the story, and then I'm like, are the AIs boring? And then I hop online and get wrecked, so then I, and then I take a break. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, I've been playing a lot of PUBG, too. Have yeah. you? Yeah, my duo buddy's been getting really good. How's that chicken dinner? Have you been doing it? I just have been that? slowing her down. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. Sometimes I drop in, I'm just like, Hitman, John Wick, and then sometimes I'm like, ah! Then you're like Hitman the movie. Yeah, exactly. Man, I want to play all of those games. Uh, one of them, I only have one of those. I think I'm going to be spending most of my time playing Breath of the Wild because of... Did you be getting over it yet? Uh, no, I'm gonna, I'm, that is a stream-only game. Okay. Sure. Uh, so I'm, I'm going to play more Get Over... I'll, I'll stream Get Over It this week. Uh, man, I don't... Actually, I am. I'm looking forward to playing that again because because it was it's it's so much fun, and I'm I think maybe like fifteen to twenty percent of the way through, and, and man, man, ooh, ooh, ooh boy, like, that um, sounds terrible. Cuphead. I'm I'm gonna stream a couple. I, one of a couple of things this week. Breath of the Wild. All right. Which will never happen because people never want me to stream Breath of the Wild, which is fine because I play it whenever the damn well I please. Cuphead, which is another rage game. Uh, getting over it. Or uh, more Persona Five. I figured out the the trick that you did to stream uh, PS4. Oh, beautiful. Um, I got that to work for me as well. Nice. Uh, man, I'm I'm looking forward to it. Uh, if whatever you want us to stream, you just gotta tell us. You gotta yeah. tweet us at our particular uh, uh, tweet tweet boxes. The, the tweet box. Right? Yeah. That's, use that's, use your tweet box, tweet box to tweet at our tweet box, yeah. and then we'll be there. That's how that works. Um, so also. If you're not a subscriber, uh, you should subscribe. If you have Twitch, if you have uh, Amazon Prime, you get Twitch Prime, which means you can subscribe to one channel of your choice. Make that be us, because that way uh, you could do you can get a shield, and that that's one of our emotes. And we have another emote that's coming soon. That's at the nine ninety nine tier. It's of your girl Stacy. Yeah, it's it's pretty flipping cool. It's it. I think it encapsulates. Right. Your can I climb that as as much as we can? <laughs> <I love it>. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I, it, it 
it supports us and it allows us to do more. Um, we talked about starting two new shows. We still want to start those two new shows. Yep. It'll be a lot easier the more subscribers we have. Tell your friends about Inventory Full, about our show here. Uh, we're also trying to get various sponsors. And those we can't talk about right now. So, uh, <laughs> but... Uh, if if you, hold on, I'm gonna just stay t- if you're in chat right now, just take a look in in chat and then of the, course, of course. Uh, did that work? That worked. Anyway, uh, thank you to all of the people that have subscribed so far. Uh, I I if we get more subscribers, uh, I'm gonna go back into uh, Minecraft and continue the Hall of Subscribers, which oh, I've which nice. I have which I've been building in Sky Factory. It's pretty cute. <laughs> it's pretty adorable. Uh, but until next time, let the folks know where they can find you and uh, if if you could star in a video game movie like our boy John Cena, what would it be? Uh, I'm gonna go with uh, you. Can find me P the D's on Twitter. Uh, I'll be speaking on EE, the esports convention at the Ice Vox Gaming in London this week. So uh, I think they're doing a lot of live streams there. So. Uh, you can find me speaking on why interactive football is dope. Um, truly slide your console of choice. And I think I'm going to play... you think I'm rugged enough to play Joel in The Last of Us? No. I, th- I think if you were in that environment, you would become rugged enough. fuck That's up right. some uh, some clickers. All right. All right. Fair enough. Chase Stacy. Guys, Stacey Shuttles. You can find me all over the web at Stacy Shuttles. And I really want to be Aloy. Oh, all right. Yes. That'd be badass. Yeah, you'd kill that. Cool. That's where I want to hey, around. Nate. Who you What's gonna up, be? guys? Also, Nate Miller here. You can find me on all social media, Dog Like Nate. Um, my movie choice, I would be, uh, I would play myself. Yep. Okay, mm-hmm. in the PUBG movie. Uh, yes. As I does the digital. I don't make have it. Till, as I don't make it haircut place. as you have this week. Oh yes. Because because your haircut's yes, looking yes. It's very on point. Got always. You're get so aerodynamic. Before it's hashtag like speed legit. Thing. Yeah, I know. I can tell. You got to outrun yeah. the blue there circle. Yeah, I can tell. Yes. Crushing it. Uh, Mark Bidonica, you can find me on Twitter at Mark Bidonica, and I would be Sledgehammer Man in the Getting Over It movie. Thank you so much for watching this episode of Inventory Fall. Uh, Thanks again to the Popcorn Talk Network for hosting us here on YouTube and in their studio. Uh, We love you. We'll see you on the stream. Bye, everybody. From producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire Popcorn Talk Network, we would like to thank you for tuning in. For questions or comments, be sure to visit popcorntalk.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of the Popcorn Talk Network. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of the Popcorn Talk Network or its owners or principals.